Hey, Amanda. Hey, Tommy. It is back to school season. Were you aware of this? I am because the pictures on the Book of Faces have told me so. Yeah, and I had this reoccurring nightmare that we're going to go back to school. I've had the same, but I can't remember my locker combo. But we don't have to worry about that today because we're just going to watch a movie about high school. I think it might be your favorite. Is it Mean Girls? It is. And that's what we're going to do today on Can We Talk About? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. I just wish we could all get along like we used to in middle school. I wish that I could bake a cake made out of rainbows and smiles and we'd all eat and be happy. She doesn't even go here. Do you even go to this school? No. I just have a lot of feelings. Can we talk about Mean Girls? Absolutely we can. It's back to school season, so I figured it's a good time to find a good, like, back to school movie. It is. It also is crazy to think about. It's almost 20 years old now. Not to me. I'm still a I'm still a junior in high school watching Mean Girls. Did you see it when it came out or did you discover it later? Oh no, I went to the theaters to see this with my um high school best friends. It oh, yeah. is one of those movies that I am very lucky. I went to a very large high school. I think we've touched on this in the Ferris Bueller episode, but I went to a very large high school. And yes, I had my core group of friends, but uh, my school was not, from my point of view, I guess, uh, it was not as polarizing as these schools and all these movies where they had little clicks. Yes, we for sure had clicks. But if you went to any field party in my high school, between 2002 and 2005 every version of human that you could think of in a high school was there we all just kind of coexisted and so i loved these movies because i was like oh this does not happen at our school but there are girls that in my brain right now even if you know like they they were part of my clique kind of they were part of our group i can see that people used to call them the plastics i can feel that vibe Much like Mean Girls. I'm from New York City, so I went to a city high school class of 900 kids. 
or you think maybe the school size was 900. It was, we were pushing a thousand. It was big, but, and maybe it's generationally because I'm a few years older. We had clicks. Now, I, for what it's worth, I didn't have my own click. I just was like a nomad who would hang out with like the stoners and the jocks kind of and okay. like just all these different click groups. But there wasn't intermingling except for me. I was like a, I was like a roaming reporter just kind of hanging Fair out enough. with their group for like, you know, a couple hours and then move on. I mean, I feel like my friends from high school are probably going to listen to this and be like, there were clicks, Amanda. <laughs> and so I, I think I like to think there weren't clicks, but I know that. Yeah. My group of friends, uh, my best friends in high school, one was, I mean, I played soccer. My best yeah. friend played soccer. Our other best friend was a cheerleader. And the other friend did no sports at all. And we just coexisted with all the groups. And my, sorry, Henry, plug your ears. But my high school sweetheart was in a Oof. band and he was much older than me, which is so creepy now that I look at it. But he was a few years older than I was. And we were friends with everybody. And it is when I watched this movie, which I love, did you know that this movie, obviously written by the incredible Tina Fey, yeah. was based on a self-help book called Queen Bees and Wannabes, which was oh. made... You didn't know this. Okay. So it's based on a self-help book called Queen Bees and Wannabes, okay. which kind of tells parents what to expect when their daughters enter the years of high school and to expect the clicks and how to deal with that and all of the drama that comes along with it. And it was loosely based on that. It's written by, written by a uh, Rosalind Wiseman. Huh? I didn't and, know that. Yeah. So Tina Fey based it loosely on that. And then also on her own high school experiences, which you want to think the lovely, incredible Tina Fey. It's like, oh, that poor girl was probably the nerd in theater and got picked oh, on. No. no, she's a self-proclaimed mean girl. Is she really? She was a mean girl. Yeah, she was a mean girl, which is incredible. Have we seen? Pic- I mean, I feel like the only pictures of like young Tina Fey I've seen are via 30 Rock, where maybe it's <laughs> supposed to look like she's. I don't know. Yeah. I can't was, imagine. Was she, was she in Second City or was she a... New York she City girl. She was, was City, she right? was a second city person from yeah. Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we can find a second city situation. But yeah, she is. Uh, I, I remember when the first time I heard that it was some podcast that she was on and maybe the uh, Dak Shepard podcast. And she was saying, that, you know, I, I, I drew from my high school experiences and automatically they were like, oh, yeah, you got picked on. She's like, no, I was yeah. a mean girl. <laughs> I was a cheerleader. I was definitely in the mean girl group. I would never incredible. have expected that. That's me crazy. either. Yeah. Me either. How, do you identify with one of the characters, any of the characters in the movie? No. Dear Christ, no. So I am like, <laughs> no. And I, I mean, I, there was, not to shout out the group in my high school, but there was a time in the ninth grade, there were these, uh, I lived in an area of New York State where there were a bunch of different middle schools that would meld into one high school, right? So okay. the side of the middle school situation I was on, a lot of farmers. Okay. A lot of blue okay. collar farmers oh, and workers. Geez. The other side was a lot of city kids. Okay. So they kind of melded together. So I remember when we got into the ninth grade, there were these groups and they were called like the hot tamales. My high school friends are going to be pissing their pants listening to this. And I remember we were like, what the hell are the hot tamales? And they were these super hot girls who I've become quite lovely friends with in high school yeah. and then as an adult. But I remember we were just not those girls. We were like, yeah, what are they doing? Like the way to win a guy over is to like 
kick his ass on the soccer field. What are they doing? They had their own dance and their own AOL instant messenger, like, you know, signages that they would do on their away messages, which was very cool people, by the way. And I remember that I just did not watching this again. Like I said, this was not a real life thing for our school, but I can see I can see it. How about you guys? I mean, we had our clicks. It's kind of funny because the more I think about it, I'm like, I don't know if my high school experience is based off of movies or like did movies influence my high school experience or the were movies made based on the high school experience, which is what I had. So you had the jocks, you had um, like the goth kids and the stoners and which typically mingled together. There were those groups, but I never wanted to associate myself with a single group. I never want, I, maybe I have committal issues. Maybe that's what it comes down to. Maybe. But we very clearly had those groups. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, we did too. But one thing that like I have always loved about this movie is it's yeah. set in a tiny high school in Illinois, in a town called Evanston, Illinois. That to me is the best part because it's this is just this one high school. It's not a high school in LA. It's not a Beverly yeah. Hills high school. It's not Sweet Valley High. It's not, you know, Gossip Girl at a private school in Manhattan. This is yeah. set in Illinois. And it just goes to show the the tiny town nuances of like yeah. when you grow up in those small towns and I'm sure there's people listening that grew up in small towns that are like, you don't understand. Like the Regina yeah. George was the end all be all. You didn't know there was a world outside of Regina George in Evanston, Illinois. I think that's the best part of this movie. And I, I mean, f- another fun fact that I learned nope. doing my homework, Lindsay Lohan was originally cast to be Regina George. Was she she really? was, yeah, she was blowing up in the movie world and she thought that playing a villain would really hurt her image. Huh. Uh, she didn't I really. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for her. I don't know if I can see her from the other side because I don't know. Like Rachel McAdams does. I, I There's a lot of other people I could have seen playing Rachel McAdams's role. So many people auditioned for yeah. it. Have you read that? It was wild. No. People. Blake, I think so many people auditioned for that part. Yeah. But I know that um, the wild part is Amy Poehler, who was Tina Fey's best friend. Obviously, she wanted to get yeah. Tina Fey wanted to get Amy Poehler apart. Yeah. She plays Regina George slash Rachel McAdams mom. She's only yeah. seven years older than Rachel McAdams in the movie, like in life. Yeah. She's seven years older and she plays her mother. And Rachel McAdams is like almost 10 years older than Lindsay Lohan and plays a high school student. Yeah. Which is incredible. Playing kids. Going back to what you were saying too, like the, the, the high school setting and everything, right. Which, um, apparently it was, it was set in Illinois, but it was shot in Toronto. Right. Mm -hmm. Did you have growing up, like when you'd watch all these movies, did you have like high school envy? Did you ever see the movie Orange County? Yeah. With, uh, Colin Hanks, right? Colin Hanks. And yeah, that's it's one of it's like that era of movies where it was like, yeah, <laughs> to me, that's what an indie film was. Yeah. <laughs> it was that it just like, oh, an indie that's film. An indie film I really like MTV indie films. films. Yeah. Um, but I remember like, because obviously it's all based in like, you know, well, Orange County, uh, California. But I remember like watching that and be like, why don't we have a high school where we can like walk outside between classes? Like I went to New York City High School. It was prison. Like it was, it was very same clearly in prison. Upstate New York, yeah, yeah, it was the same. You watch movies like this, and like the campus is like, oh, everyone's just you know, like just stop at your lock. We weren't allowed to have lockers. They, they you, that's that's a good place to keep weapons. You're not allowed. You to didn't have, have lockers. lockers. Oh, we had lockers. No, I still have reoccurring nightmares that I don't. I'm a full grown adult that has to go back to high school for some situation, and I cannot 
remember and or find the combination to my locker. I which is insane. My reoccurring nightmare is similar. It's just that they call me and be like, "Yeah, we thought you graduated, but you didn't actually graduate." Oh, I've had that one. I've yeah. had that one where like I had already graduated and then went back a year and just like never did my work or went to class. And it's the end of the year. And it's like, yeah. how am I going to graduate? You already graduated. You're 35. Yeah. <laughs> you are 35 years old. We're very clearly connected with this movie as we're taught. We like we I went feel like everyone of, does. Yeah. But I think we've spoken more about our high schools than this high school. But to go, to dump into this, the other thing too, you, met, you mentioned it was based on the book. So is the entire concept of Lindsay lohan's character being from uh africa is that just like no this is a self-help book okay yeah this book is a non-fiction yeah uh probably disastrous after school movie special i've obviously never read the book (laughs) but i can't imagine that it's based on that which i like you were just about to touch on i love that Lindsay lohan comes in as this beautifully cultured girl whose family just was in Africa doing these wonderful archaeological things and then she turns into a quote-unquote plastic at high school once they she kind of takes over Regina George's spot and humiliates her but I love the premise that she comes in so fresh and kind of like poor little Lindsay Lohan came into the biz so fresh from Parent Trap she ended up she's badass now but she had a she had a rough go of things She's never rough go. I, I think anyone from that decade did. Yeah. If they were if they were a, uh, a young girl that was uh, like uh, it was like her and Amanda Bynes were like vying oh, for a few Amanda of the same Bynes. roles. I think yeah. at the same time. Agreed. Um, poor Amanda Bynes. Um, but yeah, the thing is, the the thing that strikes me at this movie, I didn't see it for a couple of years. I was way behind on it, and then I was like, really, this seems like it's like a kid, it's like a teen girl movie. Why would I want to see this? I definitely Incorrect. yeah I know I judged the book by its cover I, I did the wrong thing um, but I will say the and this is where like Tina Fey shines through the comedy that's injected in it is great aside from like like just like the little like she doesn't even go here like that kind of stuff like just the you go Glenn of- Coco line <laughs> was completely not supposed to happen the yeah. actual Glenn Coco the actor Glenn Coco yeah. auditioned for a part, did not get it, somehow wandered back onto set and was there. And the director was like, hey, since you're here, could you be in the scene? And the whole you go Glenn Coco line was completely improv <laughs> from that situation. It's like one of the yeah. best lines in the whole movie. I say it all yeah. the time in <laughs> situations that does not warrant. But Oh, that's the thing. This movie is in so quotable. There are so oh, many quotes gosh. from this movie in, in general. There's the... I one of my favorites is yeah she doesn't even go here you go Clint Coco there's that um, um, October third October third is it is the day of Mean Girl oh, we said. should have released this podcast on, uh, on we can October third we can we'll just re-release it on October okay. if you're listening to this and it's October third that was that was on purpose that was on purpose um, but it is you know when she says and on October third he asked me what day it was and it's like a, such a dramatic scene. And then she says, it's October 3rd. Yeah. And you know what? Every school has an Aaron Samuels. There was an Aaron Samuels in my school. There were plenty of Aaron Samuels in my school that he was a senior. He was a little bit older than us. And he was so hot. And every girl was like, I remember saying to my friends, I won't name the Aaron Samuels, but I'd be like, you are not going to believe who brushed me with their book bag in the hallway. And I said, I'm sorry. And he said, 
don't worry about it. And it was like, I would live on that moment in my brain for a week straight. Yeah. <laughs> Probably something you can't associate with. No, but maybe there was a Regina George at your school. Yeah, we had the female equivalents, um, which is funny because where I grew up and um, I, I doubt they would hear this, but in my school, more than one, in fact, several uh, girls I went to high school have been on reality television shows, um, including the Jersey Shore. Like we that's incredible. So which is really funny. It's 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 which thanks to that. Right. It's It's really fun. To like look at, you know, pull out my high school yearbook and be like, all right, let's skip over my picture. But do you want to see the girl from Jersey Shore who quit after the first season? Like to go through and and, and show people who were like, oh, you want to see who has like a show on some third Discovery Channel is a bunch. Yeah, we definitely had. And there was definitely that echelon, especially from like a guy's perspective. Like, oh, those are the there were definitely the girl, the, the female equivalents of Aaron Samuels. Is, is, I mean, we didn't have. I mean, we definitely had both, I'm sure. But I know that most people watching it, despite your high school experience, you had an Aaron Samuels, you had a Regina George, you just had those people that you were, despite who you were, you could have been the Regina George, not really as you're the Regina George or the Aaron (laughs) Samuels. But to me, the characters that make this book slash movie situation is uh, Janice and Damien. Janice Ian and Damien are... Quite possibly yeah. the most hilarious. I mean, the comedy written into their characters. Also, yeah. we can't not mention Tim Meadows, who plays the principal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. He had an actual broken hand in this movie. And they Tina Fey was like, I'm going to just give you a hilarious and really embarrassing backstory that you have carpal tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the most boring <laughs> old person situation. Yeah. And he's so goddamn funny in this movie. Yeah. And it's it is truly perfect because you're like, oh my God, schools would not function like that. Yeah. But there are plenty of schools, I'm sure, where people were watching this. They're like, oh, my God, this is just like my high school. Like the kids oh, yeah. ran the show. Yeah. And that was the thing. That, that's the thing. You you know, you look at some of like, especially the movies out of like the 80s and stuff. And it's just like, you know, the uh, the authority figures are running the show and they have it all together. It's like, no, no, no. Like they don't have it all together. And this that, that's the thing, too, is like. Even this, even that stuff, right? Even, you know, the backstory to why he has a broken hand and all that. Like, there's the punch ups to like you can almost see here's the basic story, here's it as written, and then there are like the little punch up jokes or things thrown in They're there. So good that just yeah, it just it just punctuates. It's it's the stuff that is a lot more quotable than anything else. It doesn't feel like it was written that way. It feels like that was like a something figured out later after the final script, someone scribbled it on a piece of paper or it was improvised or something. Oh, Um, for sure. I mean, I have a girl that I can specifically think of in high school that I was friends with, who was a little bit younger than me, whose mom was Amy Poehler, tried to be the cool mom. Oh yeah. And then we got older and like was dating younger guys. Like I, the little hilarious things that now it's much like we talked about the Ferris Bueller episode. The movie was so funny in high school, but now as an adult, when I go back and watch it, I'm like, oh, this is like, it's still perfect. It's absolutely perfect. And everyone would be lying if they said if they didn't get a chance to jump into the in crowd, if they weren't in the in crowd, would they take it? Like, you can't even hate Lindsay Lohan for what she does. It's like, 
to me, it's a redemption arc. And when yeah. Regina George gets hit by that bus, it oh, is. That's, yeah, just that to, just, is. <laughs> <laughs> well, because when that happens too, you, because you, again, this being like a teen comedy, you, there's expectations, right? Of how it's going to play out, how it's going to end. There's going to be redemption arc and like, right. There's the, and then she gets hit by a bus. Like what teen it's comedy. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. It's yeah. Tina Fey's genius at work. But I mean, like, I also think that there are so many more quotable lines about, uh, I mean, first of all, this is Amanda Seyfried's first movie. Yeah. Ever. This is like her breakout role. And when she does the part where she says she's going to go on to be the weather person and she's, it's pouring rain and she like grabs her tits and jiggles them. She's like, I'm 30% sure <laughs> it's already raining. And she uses her boobs to measure when it's going to rain. And Lacey Chabert, she, her, isn't her dad rich because he invented the Pop-Tart? Yeah. <laughs> like, it is so, just, yeah. it's perfect. Oh, they're, it's they're so perfect. They're great as, like, sort of foils. Because, I mean, if you think about it, too, right? You have Lindsay Lohan has, uh, she has Damien and Janice, right? Mm-hmm. And Regina has Karen and Gretchen. Like, you don't necessarily see it that way, but there's like, there's a duo behind the main characters on both yeah. sides. And, uh, yeah, like the, the, those two characters, Karen and Gretchen are just, they, they also have some of the best lines on Wednesdays. We were pink, like just the, the delivery of some of like the rules and just like what Regina has set forth, like the all those little book. things. Yes. The burn book. It's yes. so good. And I, I, I don't think that people realized when they first saw this what a cult classic this would go on to be because it's still so referenced. Yeah. I'm 35 and I still reference it all the time. And not only like the whole thing about the burn book is not every I'm sure not every high school had a burn book, but your group of friends, you had that little like passing notes in class talking just yeah. insane shit about people around you and yeah. or your teachers or whatever it may be. And like yeah. everybody had their version of a burn book. <laughs> Everyone did. And just the thought yeah. of it ever being shown publicly, like my stomach hurts right now thinking about if in high school, the notes that I would pass my best friends in the hallway would have been read by yeah. the people they were written about. It's awful. <laughs> yeah. But like there are those things, right? Because it's to the point like Amy Poehler's character is I've heard so many people be like either that's my mom or it's my friend's mom or it's relatable. There's a lot of relatable like without being so on the nose or so Hollywood that it's just like, oh, they're taking a thing that's real in my life and just you know elevating it to a level that's just like you know too hilarity it's like no no no. they're just they're they're showing you these people and these and these things that people deal with in high school or families or teachers and all these things and they're just putting it and then they're just giving them really funny lines to play with and that's it that's it's it's not over the top which is what makes it work i agree and i i, I to me I will tell you a real story that when I watch this, even now as an adult, I totally connect with. And that feeling and disgusting feeling is the Halloween party yeah. when the super hot smoke show girls dressed in slutty, hot costumes and no slut shame in here, sister. But like 
the Playboy bunnies. Yeah. And then you had the friends that dressed in nerdy, funny, punny costumes. And yeah. I was that person. And don't get me wrong. I've I've had plenty of nights where I've been on the Halloween trail <laughs> of the, the Playboy bunny. But I will never forget my best friend from high school and I went to a club and we knew that everyone there, all the girls were going to be so hot and naked yeah. all night long. And we were like, what should we wear? And we we're like, yeah. we want to get blackout drunk tonight. And we cannot do that if we have to worry about our nether regions falling out left and right. <laughs> so we dressed as nerds, not like cute nerds where like you have freckles and glasses with tape. No, we did yeah. full on suspenders, long pants yeah. that we pulled up past our ankles with penny loafers. We had bow ties. We had glasses. We had button ups to our necks. There was nothing attractive about us. And I remember we went out that night, had the night of our lives. Yeah. And I remember watching that Halloween scene and like that was a real fear in high school when it came to those parties and stuff like that. Like, are you going to be are you going to have fun with your friends and dress comfortably and funny? Or are you going to try and be super hot and, and yeah. be the playboy bunny? Like, that's a real fear for girls. Yeah. Even not even in just in high school, in life, even after that in college, I can't even imagine what it was like in college for girls. And I just every time I watch that scene, my insides like cringe. I'm like, oh, God, oh God, these poor girls. <laughs> and that was after high school, right? When they're having the Halloween party. Well, no, you like your story. Oh, you, yeah. You... It was after high school. I was still underage, but we could get into um, the club that I ended up bartending at for seven years. But yeah, it was. um it was some of our best work, I would say. And there was a, 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 it was off camera. I'll tell you about the debauchery that went down, but <laughs> I lost my wallet. I lost my friend's wallet. I lost all of our cash. We Jesus. had to get a ride home from her ex-boyfriend that used to live at my parents' house who ended up being a drug dealer, but we didn't know. <laughs> and it was, <laughs> It was our moment. It was honestly our moment. It was not some of my best work, but I remember feeling real cool going out with my nether regions covered. <laughs> well, it's it's funny. It, it's got to be different now, right? I've seen other movies now, and I feel like high school life and it everything has is a to lot be. different I, now. I'm telling you, I feel like the generation now, they don't mess with that at all. Yeah. And I will say, though, one of the most hilarious scenes in the movie is Janice showing up at, in her Halloween costume. Wasn't she like a, a bride? like a dead bride or something, Janice Ian. Oh, yes. Yeah, like just yeah. so proud of her costume. And I know we're really harping on the Halloween costume thing, but that's something that even now when I watch it, I truly feel that like it's in my soul still where I'm yeah. like, oh my God, what would I do? And I already know what I do. We always went for the punny, funny route. But yeah, Plenty of my friends would go for the hot, sexy route, and I'd be like, I am so much more comfortable in these suspenders and penny loafers than you are right now. You are freezing. We live in New York State. On October 31st, it is like 40 degrees outside. Sometimes it snows yeah. to bring it back. Uh, I know we've talked about the burn book and all that kind of stuff, but one of my favorite parts is after you know poor Regina gets hit by the bus and... The new the new year starts like the new school year is just starting. Uh, the plastics have kind of like broken off. Yeah. And Regina joins the lacrosse team because she has anger issues. <laughs> and then uh, Karen, she's that's when she becomes a weather reporter. And then my favorite is Gretchen randomly joins the cool Asian group. Yeah. 
Like, what is that? It's the wildest thing. And like, I love that the end of the movie ends with um, the new like group of uh, what do they call them? Junior plastics at the very end of the movie. Yeah. Like, Katie, Lindsay Lohan seems a junior plastic and then she thinks about how they're going to get hit by a bus. But I just it's like one of my favorite parts of the whole movie is how the end that's their redemption arc right but i love that regina ends up joining lacrosse because she's got such anger issues it's the best part (laughs) this angry lacrosse player well that's the thing going to that too right like when they show like the junior plastics again because i know hollywood's hollywood i'm just like oh no please don't let this try to set up like a you know which i think actually sort of happened right like where they're just like you know you know, Mean Girls too with like the younger, the junior plastics, you know, just don't, don't, if you're writing for Hollywood, please don't set up sequels and potential spinoffs at the end of your movie. It's just, it's asking for trouble. There's going to be a direct-to-DVD spinoff or direct-to-streaming now spinoff that no one's going to care, no one's going to want to exist. Don't do that. It's one of those things that true. I feel like certain movies and and shows people become like, like I said, they're cult favorites. Like to me, yeah. I couldn't watch that. But I will say to further this conversation, I love that Mean Girls went on to be a Broadway musical, a very I was gonna successful say, Broadway musical. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say I have seen, and I have a funny story about it too. But I've seen the Legally Blonde musical. I have not seen the Mean Girls musical. I have not either, but I did know a gentleman uh, who worked at the distillery during COVID that I work at because Mean Girls obviously was shut down, but he um, was part of their set. He built their sets for Mean Girls. And it is one of those things I would love to see, obviously, but uh, there are so many characters that I feel like this through a musical to me is probably almost better than the book. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, better than the movie, not the book. Yeah. But better than the movie because so many parts in this movie, you could totally see someone breaking out into some hilarious song. The way that they set this movie up, it was easily going to be made into a musical. Yeah. I haven't seen it though, so I can't. Well, Tina Fey wrote the musical too. This wasn't like a, because I feel like there's been a bunch of other musicals that have come about where it's just like, oh, someone took the movie and then wrote a musical around it. And I'm like, no, Tina Fey wrote the musical too and so then I, you know it's perfect yeah exactly the other thing i want to touch on too is like just the cast um we mentioned your love for janice lizzie kaplan i love her awesome so i'm the thing is if you look at the cast right Lindsay lohan rachel mcadams amanda seyfried i can i can't pronounce her na- name and you did it perfectly before so i don't want to butcher it Lacey shabrae shabrae Shib- 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 i don't know uh Lacey um, kind of looks like Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> Charette, yes. yes. Um the guy who played Aaron, he's the only one I think has he done anything? Do you know that the reason that he got cast, he originally James Franco was considered for his part first and Tina Fey was not about it and she picked him <laughs> because he looked like Jimmy Fallon. Was that it? Really? Yeah, isn't that nuts? I mean, it's better than I love Jimmy Fallon to do it. That would have been more awkward, but I mean, well, I was like 35, so that would have been yeah. real weird. But he hasn't really done anything else, right? I don't think so. I mean, it, it seems like from what I'm reading here, it looks like he's essentially rode the wave of being that guy. Oh, in no. Girls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Law he's done for you. Smallville. Veronica Mars. Well, no, no, don't, don't forget. You can buy his book, The Burn Cookbook, an unofficial, unauthorized cookbook 
for Mean Girls fans. Oh, I feel like that's his that. death. He was in yeah. Van Wilder freshman yeah. year. Just yeah, just to be clear, he was in like the seventh sequel to Van Wilder. Not like you know, very direct to streaming as we were talking about. And then it looks like he was also in like one of those uh Christmas uh, lifetime. He was in RuPaul's things. Drag Race as himself. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe I missed that. He also was featured on Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club in 2019. Another show I missed. Well, I was going to say, if you look at the main cast, aside from him and uh, Daniel Franzese, who uh, off air I explained, I I was neighbors with his cousins and had a crush on his sister. He really hasn't done much either. Like he tried it. He did some like, you know, online sketch comedy or anything, but like nothing really. And there was like one. I think he was in like a TV show a couple years ago. But that was about it. Like he hasn't really done. Well, I mean, Lindsay Lohan. She, we're not gonna say anything bad about her because no. poor girl. Okay. But Rachel McAdams. Are you Lohan. kidding? That girl went yeah. on to just rule the world, and Amanda as well. She just went on. I like huge Mama Mia fan. So Abba all day. She is just the love of my life. But the girls went on to just kill it. Yeah, exactly. And that was the thing too. Is like. You look at that main cast, for the most part, everyone Lacey, they had a great career. She was, yeah, she was the, uh, this is going to show our age a lot. Yeah. She was the voice of Eliza Thornberry in The Wild Thornberries. She was the first Meg, right? On Family Guy, wasn't she? That's the funny I one. I was sure she, or not. Yeah. Yeah. She, for the pilot, and then she quit, and then they replaced her with uh, Mila Kunis. Um, times. Who does it now? Yeah. She could have been living off that. Sweet That's family guy money. money after That's all these years. Good money right yeah. there. She's in a lot of my favorite lifetime Christmas movies, I'll tell you that. Oh, she shows I, up as, a lot. As far as I'm concerned, I just thought she lived inside of a Hallmark tomb somewhere and they just bring her out to film the Christmas movies. Yeah. I love it. I love to see her. Yeah. She always falls in with the right guy at the end. I mean, it is amazing to me too. I mean, I guess she's, you know, closer to my age than I even I thought originally. So okay, I can I can still have that crush on her, I guess. I'll I'll, I'll keep that. It's not creepy. Keep that. She's our age. Oh, it's fine. Well, yeah. Well, you know what it was too. I mean, I think growing up, like you watch TV shows, like I was alive and kicking when Party of Five was on, and she was like young on that oh, show. But such like, a good show. I didn't realize how close in age we were. I could have been a child actor. Could have been, but it's too I late could now. not have been. No, I didn't listen. Worth a shit. I would have been a nightmare. Oh, well, by um, the way, how, go ahead. Say, how about this? Do you remember who um, uh, Lindsay Lohan's parents were in the movie? No, I, I actually a- saw a TikTok today about that. I was looking up fun facts and um, they said who their names were, but I don't remember who they were. Okay. So Anna Gasteyer was her mom from SNL. Son of a bee sting. Do you remember right. who the dad was? No, I don't. And I'm sure I could look it up, but I don't want to ruin it. So Neil Flynn, who is the janitor from Scrubs. Uh, oh, man, you're right. Chip. Yeah. That was his name, right? Her dad's name was Chip. Was it? I don't know. That's what Wikipedia is telling me. Chip Heron. I mean, it was a great cast. It was it was cast really well. I and I think they definitely dodged a bullet by not having uh, James Franco play Aaron Samuels. Yeah. It, I don't think it would have aged as well. Everyone is <laughs> pretty much unproblematic uh, for the most part, except for poor Lindsay and what she went through. But I, yeah. I think back to more of the plot of the movie. 
Yeah. That she doesn't go here scene. And then when the girl, when they're all sharing their truths and the girl stands up and I don't remember the exact part, but like even now thinking about it, it makes me laugh so hard when she talks about how it's not her fault that she has a heavy flow and a wide set vagina (laughs) is one of the funniest freaking moments. Like I was dying at that part. It is so funny. There are so many scenes in this. Yeah. That are incredible and i mean just the plot of the movie i mean she's a she's home am i misremembering this she's homeschooled up into this point of the school yes. right yeah, okay yeah, yeah. so she's completely homeschooled and then she goes right. into the school and then automatically gets asked to sit with these girls who are yeah. like the head of the school yeah and it is just to me that that is so hilarious yeah we didn't get a lot of homeschooled kids in my school we had like an agreement with the Catholic school and the Christian school in town that those kids could play on our sports teams because their schools weren't <laughs> big enough. But we didn't get a lot of homeschooled kids. Yeah. And I I love that premise. That is incredible. We'll take them for sports, but that's it. Yeah, exactly. But, um, well, I, the, 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 the whole, she doesn't even go here scene too. What I love about that too is the fact, it's just the subtlety of like, because it's just the girls in the school, right? They, they, they just like, they just have all the girls in the school like solve their problems. Like, and Damien, well, he's part of, uh, he's one of the girls. With the hoodie so, and like, the glasses. With the hoodies is hiding. Like, he's like, I'm going to stay here. This is where I belong. But, this is like, where the tea is being spilled. I will be staying. Yeah. Yeah. I love the, I, the, one of my favorite parts is the fact that he's just like, no, this is where I belong, but he has to do it incognito with his sunglasses <laughs> and his hoodie and just no one noticed me. And then, but the fact that he still <laughs> has to scream she doesn't even go here she doesn't even go here that's that is the best I, that yeah. scene is so funny <laughs> so so funny the writing in that scene is just incredible yeah but i love how cartoony it gets like oh, yeah just the, the girl what, what do you remember the line the girl saying oh Get up is, there it's the say- girl is it the girl that says that she who wouldn't want a cake filled with rainbows and smiles <laughs> yes yeah. <laughs> Poor crying girl. Yeah. Poor girl. I love that. I love it so much. Uh, but the movie definitely holds up too. I mean, the, the thing is, and I, I mentioned it before too, but like, I don't think, you know, quite clearly kids in school these days, the mean girls went from being like a, Oh, I identify with this because it's, you know, what we dealt with growing up or whatever to like now where it's like, no like this is just a blast in the past this is like you know yesteryear like again it's almost 20 years old from where we are now which is insane because if i were to watch that now i'm not in high school but if i were to watch it now i would imagine there's similar issues still in like high schools like that today and when we talked about ferris bueller a lot of that stuff was so far-fetched it could not hold up in the 90s or 2000s but yeah this was what 2004 2022 some of these situations are still there yeah, I can tell you they were still there for me as an adult. Yeah, the damn Halloween costumes. <laughs> I can tell you. You think kids these? Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, we, between like Ferris Bueller, this social media was invented. Uh, from then to there, the one that connected it to me was uh, Twenty One Jump Street. When they went to school, like, kind of expecting it to be which clique are you going to get involved in? Yeah. The jocks or the nerds, or whatever. And it's like no, they dude, don't like, exist. <laughs> that's not how it works anymore. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't seem like it's very much clicky anymore or the clicks are less obvious maybe 
maybe I don't know. People are kids are just more understanding. My niece and nephew, my niece is sixteen, my nephew or my nephew is sixteen, my niece is seventeen, and they are they were both homeschooled and now they're out in the world kicking ass, taking names. They go to a college and they take high school classes at a college. And they're both so cool and so accepting. And all of their friends are cool and accepting. And like nobody cares what your sexuality is. Nobody cares how you dress. Like they just, it's incredible. I'm like, why are you, you are so much cooler than I will ever be. Yeah. Your young young age. Their generation has, they they figured it out all via cell phones and computers. And um, I was a part of of a transitional generation that, I started school learning on a typewriter and by the end of my career, I was, you know, on a computer, uh, really, really transition, like just jump the gap through my generation. Um, but yeah, no, I, that's what I'm saying. Like I, there hasn't been a lot and, and I can't think of any, there hasn't been a lot of movies. Cause I think of like mean girls as like a newer, like teen school. I comedy. do too. And it's, it's not real. It's newer. It's Twenty to us. years old. It's not real, right? Yeah. But there are, has there been any others? Um, the Kissing Booth was good. I watched okay, that on Netflix. Yeah. That was really good. Maybe Riverdale. Yeah, but it's based on like Archie comics from like the forties. Yeah, but they make them real cool. I like. Yeah, that they're show. cool. But is it is it Pretty what Little Liars kids are like today? Pretty yeah, Little Liars. Okay. I don't think kids are murdering their best friend. <laughs> but who knows? You never know. You never know. Ah. <sighs> Let's go back to the basics, you know, the the plastics and the good old plastics. I was going to say, we haven't even talked about the adorable boy. That's the head of the mathletes. It's like the horniest Indian boy. What is his name? He is so funny. He's obsessed with Janice Ian. What is his name? I love him. Kevin Nippur. He's the, this is hilarious. Wikipedia says Kevin Nippur, the hormonal mathletes president who was attracted to Janice. His character is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> he is so funny. What what was his line? What was his like the it was the Kevin Kapoor rap. Oh, that's right. And I did see that they had to teach him to rap for that for that movie. Yeah. <laughs> the Kevin G rap. The Kevin G rap. He is so, oh god, he's so funny. The president of the Mathletes holding it down. And our poor girl Janice Ian not having a minute of it. Yeah, well that was the other thing too. Where did uh here here here's another piece of trivia for you. Where did Miss Norberry work outside of her teaching gig she had a second job do you remember where it was no but i do remember that we did not talk about how the kids in the burn book convinced everyone she was a drug dealer (laughs) (laughs) i completely forgot about that till just now poor miss norbury she's trying so hard ah wait where where did she work it was it was at the mall right wasn't at the mall oh my god the mall Get in, loser. We're going shopping. I say that. I also say that all the time. But that's the thing. The movie is so quotable. Where did Wes Norberry work? You know, I didn't know this. So I'm going to pretend I did now. But uh, I feel like you would have uh, uh, identified. She uh, bartends a couple nights down at TJ Calamities in that the old is Orchard Mall. Fucking incredible. It's me. It's me. <laughs> yeah. It's me up until about four years ago. Bartending the Outback Steakhouse. My best friend is actually a teacher in... Astoria, who bartends, you know, student loans ain't going to pay themselves, kids. And she bartends a couple nights a week. And that is hilarious. Now I'm going to continue to call her Mrs. Norberry. <laughs> I can't not do it. There you go. 
also also let's just you know i've been standing ovation for tina fey in that movie too like it's tina fey and she's incredible and she's hilarious and i love that she wrote this movie and then helped act and star in it i can't imagine how hard that is but she just knocks out this movie would not have been good without her character so that's what makes it sort of fun right like the any any movie or, or tv show or whatever like you have to have like the the straight man characters right and as our as Lindsay lohan's character is kind of going through this change and figuring herself out in this new kind of world you have the Nis- miss norberries you have um uh principal duval just you know being normal but there's also it's just the chaos around it too it's, it's such a good movie it's a really good movie Here. and you know what's so fun about this movie is like you said originally everyone thought it was just a a girl's comedy a chick yeah. flick that you know the 2000s were cranking out left and right but it yeah. falls in that 10 things i hate about you that like kind of vibe where yes originally it might have been the girls watching it but once the girls got their boyfriends to watch it or a group of guys got to watch it because it was on TV one Saturday afternoon. They watched it. It is hilarious. And it is so marketed maybe towards the female crowd. But once you watch it, it is it's across the board. Adults, teenagers, men, women. Oh, yeah. I mean, for guys, too. I mean, for guys, too. It's Lindsay Lohan and Rachel McAdams. Like there's a lot. And Tina Fey, depending on. There's a lot to happen in there for sure. We we absolutely have to do a list though because you mentioned ten things I hate about you. That's one of probably my favorite teen Agreed. comedies. We've talked about this. Yeah, it is one um, of my favorite. It is incredible, and I still in my brain um, not to bounce from one show to the other. But in ten things I hate about you, when they associate black underwear underwear with her, meaning that she's ready to have sex. Yeah. When I was in my teenage years and was like, I'm going to do this. I'm you just followed that color code. I'm going to lose my virginity. I better get some black underwear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It was in my brain. It was that in was my brain the, and my friend's brains. Did you, how many pairs did you own? Like, did you have just Enough. one go to? Okay. But that was a secret, really gave okay. you an array. There was, you know, <laughs> options. Well, that's the point. Special. It was like, do you have one go to? It's like break glass in case of emergency. Like this is this is it, For or is it just sure. like no? Like oh yeah, we're in mode. No, no, no. Yeah, there was there was options. So yeah, movies like that they hold up. Especially, I mean, even Mean Girls. The um, like we've talked about all the quotable lines, but even in this yeah. movie, when they do the talent show, which I don't know if we've talked about this yet, when they do no. the talent show where they think they are just the hottest things in the entire world in those little Santa suits and Amy Poehler is front row doing the choreography (laughs) with them. It is every single girl in the world is like, I know that mom, I know that group of friends, Mm -hmm. the choreograph. If you were a girl and you had cousins or siblings, the choreographing a dance, that was real life. That happened a lot. Yeah. I wouldn't do it in front of my whole school, but yeah, that happened a lot. Well, good chat. Good back to school. Always a great chat. And October 3rd. Always a great chat. October 3rd, Mean Girls Day. And on Wednesdays, I have worn pink because of this movie. Yes. At work. Me too. I've done it. You go, go, go. You go, go. You don't even go here. 
This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu.